Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, the 2017 Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year on the show with back-to-back Montana Broadcaster Association Awards for sports coverage and award-winning sports journalism. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Hello, Montana. All of a sudden, what happened? What do you know? Homecoming in Missoula tomorrow. Bozeman in San Luis Obispo. Not actually, just the football team. It is Tutel Nuanas 1029 ESPN Radio. Happy Friday to you. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us on the radio and on SWX Montana Television Statewide. Outstanding to be with you. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. You can find us on the World Wide Web, 1029ESPN.com. There you can listen live via the stream, no matter where you are, no matter what you're up to. You're at your house, you're in your office maybe you're in another country you know we get some of that large south african contingent listening to two tell nuanas i might add we've looked at the details shout out anyway uh staying up late to listen to us in south africa man it's like 4 a.m something like that uh anyhow um what am i talking about oh right the stream listen to it 1029espn.com the stream available thanks to opportunity bank your local bank your opportunity you can also pick up your phone and call 329-1899 the phone number all guests join us via the rangage brothers rv phone line let's take a look at what we got in the show today 
Rob Fennessy, the head coach of Idaho State, former uh, assistant to uh, Bobby Houck, both at the University of Montana and UNLV. He's now the head coach of Idaho State. So, oddly enough, a homecoming, and he's not the only one on the staff over there with the Bengals heading to Missoula tomorrow that's, uh, you know, a former uh, uh, a former Grizz player or coach. Uh, so, there's a, a, a big staff over there. And, you know, how Houston culture, the Houston Texans, you know, everybody's like, ah, oh, it's New England South, even though it's not. That's sort of kind of what Idaho State's doing. They're trying to do this stamp out the Montana model a little bit. You know, you got the the, the coaching tree branching out there in Pocatello. So uh, we will hear from uh, Rob Fennessy here coming up in just a bit. We'll get you ready for the prep football weekend, a big weekend, including Crosstown Rivalry in Missoula, Big Sky and Sentinel playing football tonight. We also have our dear friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know about sports. She's going to be in here uh, with us uh, uh, today as well. At the top of the hour, got plenty of stuff going on. We're going to give you away a bunch of stuff today uh, as well. Going to give away Katie O'Keefe's gift cards. We're going to give away... Warden's Market, excuse me, six-pack and a sandwich. Sometimes you get the spit buildup. You got to swallow. You know? God, just stop. I'm sorry. You know, you got to do it. We're going to do some picks against the spread as well, NFL style. And it's a Friday. It's our two-minute, two-telling-nuanas mashup. So we're going to get to that. So there you go. That is our show outlook. It is brought to us by Shine and Auto, uh, Shine and Detailing, uh, Shine Auto Detailing, Shine Auto Detailing online at MissoulaAutoDetailing.com. They're fun. They are good. They're going to get your car looking right. ShineAutoDetailing.com. Coulter, um, we are sitting here, and it is, you know, a Friday afternoon. So what do we do on a Friday? Well, we enjoy a little Florence coffee, do we not? I, I don't have mine because I've already drank so drank much coffee. You drank it already? You, know? well, you got full, here like seven full, minutes ago. Full, full disclosure, I actually had a Florence Coffee Company uh, in my afternoon sales meeting at 2.30, so then I gifted the Florence Coffee Company that I had right now to, okay. to the gals up front because I said, oh. if I drink back-to-back triple Americanos, I'm going to probably go, go to Mars. Through the roof. Yeah. Go through the roof. Well, uh, I will drink mine. Thank you very much. Pink lids, by the way. Shout out for the pink lids. Breast for cancer us. awareness month. There you go. Is this pink? Mm, it's pink and white, so it's when it's taken as a whole, it's light pink. Cool. Which is odd anyways because pink's already fairly light. Anyway, it's a Friday. You can stay up late. You can sleep in. It's homecoming tomorrow. You want to get your weekend started right? Go to Florence Coffee Company kiosk right now. Get yourself a triple Americano. Feel good about life with the Florence Coffee Coffee Company. All right? Think I can wear a pink shirt every day for the whole month? Yes, I do. Should I try? You know what you could wear is your pink blazer. That is a beautiful jacket. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to borrow that thing. Think that'll fit me? Maybe. You're worried about that thing if I'm in it, though. I take that for a spin. It might not come back. Yeah, I don't know, though. It would actually probably just make me feel really bad about myself. Why? Because you're a very big guy, and you'd still probably make you look like a child. So then I'd be thinking, well, triple X, I don't know. Maybe try to get down to XL. I don't know. (laughs) It's like a 56 in the old chest, you know? Here's the problem, man. I've bought one suit coat in my life. Hmm. My my wife and I went and got got a suit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh and it's it's nice, but it's black, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like pretty formal. The only other suit coat that I have is I was given a nice Pendleton uh jacket for graduation from high school by mm-hmm. my granddad. Very nice. Uh it is snug on me this day. Yeah, yeah. But it does fit. I well, do wear good. it. There's no chance I could wear anything from 
but the a other, year ago, let every alone other every other high suit coat I have, and I do have about a five of them, six of them. This is for you know if you see me on SWX tonight with Sean Rainey and the guys over there, uh, they are all Goodwill. Oh yeah, and so and that's a great place to get your suit coats, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, the the fit situation is sort mm. of like if. You, they got what they got, right. and, and unless you can get your shoulders wider or, th- you know, skinnier, which is hard to do, uh, you may or may, you know, I got some stuff that's coming down to the middle of my palm, and it is a little, yeah. it's a little kind of yeah. big kid on me. Yeah. I got one custom because my one of my best friends who got married in Florida, he says, here's the deal, because you got to buy a ticket to, from Montana to Florida, Sanibel Island is where I had to get to. Mm. So by the time you get the plane ticket and the rental car and yada, 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 I mean, you're talking a couple grand. Okay, well, what's the good news then? He says, well, getting you guys custom-made Kenneth Cole suits and Cole Hahn special-fitted custom-made shoes. And I was like, okay, wow, this is a good trade. That's a gift that's kept on giving because I wear that jacket all the time. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a great gift right there. Yeah. Um, by the way, just want to make sure I get this right because I did not get it exactly right. Shine Auto Detailing is the name, okay? MissoulaAutoDetailing.com is the website for Shine Auto Dealing. So we're clear. Our thanks to Shine Auto Detailing, okay, for bringing us the show outlook today. Uh, Coulter, let's talk Montana-Idaho State because we got Rob Fennessy coming up here in just a couple of minutes, and we, we want to get to this. But um, I have said this is a trap game for Montana mm-hmm. in the following sense because I, I – fully expect the Grizzlies to win this game, and I fully expect them to be up for this game. I think often when people say trap game, the presumption is because one team isn't ready for the other team. I think Montana will be ready to go for Idaho State tomorrow, particularly at homecoming. So I'm not talking about any of that. It's a trap game in two senses. One, it's a trap game for the fans because I don't think that the fans will are, are, are fully appreciative of probably how good this Idaho State team is, especially offensively. Okay, I think the the football team and the coaching staff is very well apprised of how good they are, but I don't. I think that they're going to surprise some fans in how well they play tomorrow. Uh, that being the Bengals, and so I think this game is going to be a little closer than some people think in a high scoring game. I also think it's a trap game if you can call it that because Montana played again. The best game I've seen them play since I've been on the air in this town mm. in terms of a full football game. Better than NDSU at UC Davis. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the NDSU game was was great. There's a lot of factors in that, in that football game. They played a great game. They were up for it. But this 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 was this was dominant. I mean, they won that game against NDSU on a on a fourth and goal, and it was great. And anytime you beat NDSU, it is it's pretty remarkable, right? But this this I mean Maybe it's just because of how highly I think about UC Davis. I mean, UC Davis lost to NDSU the week before by, you know, in a, in a, in a 27-17 game or whatever it was. I mean, it was a good football game. So these are, they're not on par. NDSU is better than UC Davis, no question about it. Yep. But UC Davis is a great team. Great team. And they got, they didn't lose. They got hammered. They got, they were wiped off the map on Saturday. You don't replicate that performance very often. Like yeah, it, right. it, a lot of things got to come together to play that well. Yep. And it's just, it's just so unlikely that you play that well in every aspect of the game again. And so, so 
if you are not playing as well, even if you're ready to go, against a team who is better than what people think, that to me is a recipe for a bit of a trap. That said, I think Montana wins this game, and I think that they probably, I think they certainly could win this game handily, but I do think, you know, if people are going, well, this is going to be a 40-point game, this could be a 30-point game, mm, no. No, I don't, I don't believe that. Brooks, my brother Brooks and I were talking about on the Big Sky Breakdown earlier today, just about uh, just the feeling when you're playing one of the actual charter members of the Big Sky when you're the Cats or the Grizz comparatively. Right. I mean, it just it just feels different. Yes, this league is so wide and and it's just so vast that Portland State's been in the league now for 24 years, but it's, and Sac State has too. But it's still and Northern Colorado's been in the league for 16 years now, and it still doesn't feel like when you play Idaho State, because Idaho State's been in the league, no matter what they've been, they've been in the league since 1963, just like Montana, just like Montana State. And we also have to think that the the culture at Idaho State has been forever, since before Rob Fennessy, since before Mike Kramer, since before Jeff Zamberlin, since before Larry Lewis, you know, all the way back to the dirt cutter days, Idaho State's been trying to be Montana. That's what they want to be. That's what they want to replicate. And Mon- Idaho State has and given. By the way, they're not alone. No, no doubt. Schools, no doubt. Teams. No doubt. But I think it's a. It's a. They're close in proximity, mm-hmm. and in the same conference. I mean, Idaho State's given Montana a run for their money quite a few times. I mean, if the last time these two teams played was two years ago, and Bob Stitzgris went to Pocatello and won thirty nine thirty one, and then you had the. Weirdest post-game handshake in the history of the world where Stitt <laughs> sprints to the middle of the field, gives him a banker handshake, and right. sprints the other way. <laughs> Fennessey's standing in the middle of the field like, what's up, bro? What? Like, this is so weird. Why'd you just dog me like that? It was the weirdest thing ever. But then, you know, think back to the year before that, and Brady Gustafson's out in that game. Chad Chalich is making his first start, and he just goes nuts. Six touchdowns, I think. Threw six touchdowns. Yeah. Keenan Curran caught four of them. Yeah. And they score, they they run it up on Idaho State, but then Idaho State rallies as a 62-44 game. But, I mean, even though they score 62, you still only win by two and a half scores. That's pretty crazy, too. And then the year before that, the last time they played was when they played in Pocatello 2015 and had the craziest ending ever where Idaho State lined yes. up for the game-winning field goal. Snap goes over his yeah. head. Yeah. Uh, Jared Nelson Flips the ball up. Like, like fumble, recover, oh, whoops. Over the head. And like a, a little assist on the Tua, I can't even remember who got the ball, but whoever didn't got it then sprinted all the way to pay yeah. dirt and wins. A walk-off, bad snap field. I mean, I've never seen the ending no. that that happened. Yes. But you just got to remember that even when Idaho State's been bad, they've always given the Grizz a good yeah, game. And yeah. so they're going to be up for this game. And as Rod Fennessey will say here, he this is a game that means a lot to his program. But I think it's going to mean a lot to Montana, too. I mean, Bobby Houck talked very somberly and very directly about how good he thinks Idaho State is. And he's not wrong, man. I said this all week on the show. Idaho State has three of the best skill players in the conference. Mikey Dean, Mitch Guller, and Ty Flanagan are the real deal. I mean, all three of those guys would. And, and if Struck is also the real deal as quarterback, right. I mean, that's. that's I mean, how, how good are the three guys I just named? I truly think they would all start for the Grizz. That's how good they are. Mm. I mean, it's impressive. It, it's, yeah. it's a, it would be a real toss-up between Samari Torre and Mitch Guller, and I'd probably pick Mitch Guller. Mm-hmm. It'd be a real toss-up between Jerry Lou McGee and Mikey Dean. And, I mean, I don't know. You're probably splitting reps with those two guys. They're both they're the two most electric little guys in the league. And Ty Flanagan, Marcus Knight's great. Ty Flanagan's better. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they have real deal skill position guys. Um, the one thing that, when in your conversation, great conversation with Bobby Howe that we aired yesterday, one thing he said in that interview that I really seized on to, and he kind of mentioned it in passing, but he talked about that's the art of putting together a great season. And 
all this, you know, one and oh, this week, this week, this week. But it is stitched together. It's quilted together into this arc of a season. And he is so very aware and prepared for what it is to have a great season as a whole. And that means playing great week in and week out. But that's one thing where, you know, when I look at Bobby Houck and what he does well, that to me is something, the art of a great season. And the art of a great season is going and beating the pants off a great team on their field and then following it up and saying, and we and we proved it that that wasn't a fluke or whatever it was. We came back against another good team, maybe not as good, but a team that's dangerous nonetheless, and did it again or won again. You know, however it goes. And if Montana can do that tomorrow, you know that is the thing that that pr- pushes the program forward. Because, like you said, you f- if you follow a great win with a loss, it undoes the win and more probably. Coulter, this is your conversation with Rob Fennessy. You were the one who was uh, able to sit down and talk with him, so good job by you here. Here you go. The Idaho State head coach, former University of Montana assistant, former UNLV assistant to Bobby Houck, Rob Fennessy. Coulter, something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. We go now to the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in Idaho State third-year head coach Rob Fennessy. Coach Fennessy, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Excited to uh, talk with y'all. Idaho State at Montana for homecoming on Saturday afternoon at Washington Grizzly Stadium. It's sure to be a great Big Sky Conference clash. Coach, before we get into this game, though, let's talk about just the scope of your season so far. An interesting season for Idaho State because with the extra non-conference game, which comes around every five years, you guys were actually finally able to play a non-conference FCS opponent for the last 10 or so, maybe even more than that, years. Idaho State usually playing an FBS, maybe two, uh, and then a Division II team, and you hardly ever get to play an actual FBS non-conference. So you guys got to play Northern Iowa uh, as well as you know, playing a couple ga- up games and, and as well as a Division II game, too. So just overall, how did you think your team did during the non-conference schedule? Where do you think you guys are at right now? Uh, it, was, uh, it was, yeah, it was interesting. We went from, uh, uh, we jumped, we, you know, we started with Western Colorado, who's an improved Division II team, and, and uh, came out of that one with a victory and then went down and played a uh, Utah team that was playing with a ton of confidence. You know, a lot like the Grizzlies going to... Uh, to Austin and playing the Ducks, um, 
you know, a tough, a tough environment to play in and a very, very good defense. And, uh, uh, you know, um, I had to talk Ferreter off the ledge a little bit. <laughs> pretty points. And, uh, but, you know, you look at it and they held, they held Washington State to 13. Washington State's the number one passing offense in the nation. So uh, we didn't feel so bad after that. And then uh, go out to a, to a, uh, a tough place to play uh, um, out in the Unidome, out in Cedar Falls, and, and, and slug it out with uh, Northern Iowa a little bit. And, uh, you know, our, our defense felt pretty confident coming out of that, knowing that, you know, they, they held them to 13 points. And, frankly, you know, on offense, we gave up three of those and really held them to 10. So, uh, and then kind of put it all together, all, all the frustration. Um, and, well, the good thing about Northern Iowa you know, like you mentioned, it was a non-conference FCS game. That was the first time since 2008 that, that Idaho State did that. And, and you know, with our athletic director, Pauline Theros, she she really wants to get to those games rather than we're not playing any more D2s. We'll always have an FCS non-conference from here on out. So kind of fired up about that. You know, I'd rather I'd rather do that and play. Totally. Play like, you know, like teams. And then uh, and said Portland State uh, came in for the Big Sky opener, and, and any Big Sky win is a big win, and and uh, you know it's it's a chance to be one and zero uh, and be in first place in Big Sky for the week. So it was fun. Kids have kids have responded. Watching you guys the last couple of years, especially since Mike Verder took over your offense, and you guys have been collaborating on that. It seems as if when you guys get rolling, there's a certain element of rhythm and a certain element of momentum. And just watching the Portland State Idaho State game back last week, I mean, you guys were just absolutely on fire in that second quarter uh, you guys go to into halftime up 41 to 10 uh, but just absolutely laying it on them but Matt struck back in the starting lineup as your quarterback and he, he was accurate he was throwing uh, unbelievably good deep balls and he ends up throwing six touchdowns on just 16 completions so uh, first of all what does Matt bring to your offense and second of all how much of a factor can momentum be when you guys really get rolling yeah um, Matt has a big arm you know that's a uh... That's one thing, and there and there's not a throw that uh, whether it's good or bad or right, wrong, or different. There's not a throw that he doesn't think he can make. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have to we have to live with that sometimes. But uh, uh, no, he just brings uh, you know he understands the system. Mike has done a fabulous job with him. You know, Mike Fair is a really good, really good coach, mm-hmm. and uh, and he you know he's got Matt going in the right direction. And uh, I'm sorry, what was your, the second part of the question? Just the element of momentum, because, I mean, I know you guys run so oh, much man. of the run-pass option stuff, so it seems like when the run game's working, now the pass is working. When the pass is working, the run game starts working. It seems like you guys can just build so much momentum within the scope of a drive. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's kind of weird. It, 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 Mike gets into a rhythm, and the quarterback gets into a rhythm, and then the whole offense gets into a rhythm. And, and you know, you can't put a finger on it. It's just a matter of going out and, and executing and, and not, not getting any hiccups along the way. But if you do have a hiccup, you got to overcome it and, and get back on track. Tell me about the way you guys got Matt struck to Idaho State. Because looking at his bio, it's very interesting. He's a standout in high school, but then he goes to a junior college. And I know at Riverside Community College, he had a couple star guys in front of him, Victor Viramontes and Travis Johnson, both guys who were former you know, Power 5 players. And so not many reps for Matt struck there either. How did you guys end up finding that he was a guy that had the ability that he does? Well, you know, going into last year, we had Tanner Geller, obviously, as, yep. as a starter. And uh, I don't know how Struck, I don't know how Mike got, uh, how Struck got in touch with Mike. Or I, don't, I don't know what the whole background with that was, but it was like, hey, take a, you know, take a look at this guy. He has some practice film. And, 
And he had a, like I said, you see on the film, he had a big arm. And, yeah, he was behind a guy that went to Minnesota and a guy that went to uh, the Bozeman School. And so he uh, um, he didn't get much time. But so he came up here, and, and uh, he was actually late getting into, into, into camp here. He missed the first four days due to, due to a class he had to finish up. And so we're lucky he had a redshirt year. You know, he didn't have time to get the install from last year, and he redshirted, was on scout team all last year. And then uh, with Tanner, uh, Lee, you know, graduating, being done with his eligibility in, in the, at the end of the fall, uh, you know, we, we looked around for a transfer quarterback, and that didn't pan out. And, uh, you know, we, we saw Matt had the tools, and, and we started, you know, develop him and, and, and Gunner, the two that we had. And, and really, you know, it took Matt a while to master the offense, and really towards the end of fall camp is where he started to uh, come into his own with it. So, uh, yeah, just interesting, interesting deal. You know, a kid came here as a walk-on, and uh, uh, we put him on scholarship before this fall. What a story. You guys have all sorts of interesting stories at Idaho State. Rob Fennessy yeah. joining us on the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. He is the third-year head coach at Idaho State. His team coming to Missoula, Montana to play the Montana Grizzlies for homecoming on Saturday afternoon. And speaking of interesting stories, i got to ask you about your two senior receivers. Mitch Guller, a former professional baseball player who's going on probably 25 or 26 years old right now, playing his senior year. And then Mikey Dean, maybe one of the smallest, but... Uh, arguably the fastest player in the entire Big Sky Conference, a five foot six guy who was a former uh, just absolute speed demon on the track and still competes for Idaho State and track. So those two guys, how do you think they compare, contrast uh, each other, and how do they fit into your guys' offense? Yeah, it's, it's yin and yang, man. One's big and physical, the other one's little and you know shifty. But you know, you mentioned interesting stories. You know, that's how we got to get outstanding players here at Idaho State. You know, yeah, we're going to recruit hard. And, and we're going to pull some guys, but, you know, we have to take a guy like Mikey Dean, who's 5'5", right. five, five, you know, uh, and take a chance on him. Uh, you know, otherwise we won't get, you know, Mikey's 5'7", five, 5'8", five, he's not here. Right. Uh, you know, Mitch, Mitch Guller, uh, yeah, he'll turn 26 the week we play BYU, so he'll be as old as the rest of the BYU. <laughs> no doubt. But, uh, yeah, but uh, um, you know, Mitch uh, uh, brings a lot of maturity. You know, because he's had to he's had to work for a living already for four right. years. You know, he's he's been in in the real world where your performance matters, uh, whether you put food on your table or not, more or less. And so, this whole football thing to him is just fun. You know, school school to him is comes easy and it's fun because it's like he's been out there in the real world. So, uh, no, they're two two uh, I said di- diverse guys, but uh, the thing that's great about both of them is they know. The entire offense, mm-hmm. you know, they could play any position, basically, if uh, need be. Now, obviously, we wouldn't put Mikey at center; it'd be kind of funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're 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 just uh, two guys that you know. There's they 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 play off one another and they understand each other and and uh, you know they're both elected captains this year. So team team respects them, and that says a lot about those two. Idaho State at Montana on Saturday afternoon, and Coach Fennessy, you coached at Montana for seven years, and you coached with Bobby Houck for more than a decade, and this will be your first time as a head coach, coaching against a guy that you worked for for so long. What do you expect that experience to be like? Uh, you know, we talk basically every week during, right. you know, and, and then uh, and then he, he, you know, I we sent congratulatory texts Saturday, and uh, you know, last week he said, hey, make sure you get everything you need, make sure everybody's taken care of you. If not, let me know. 
and you know obviously we won't we won't talk all week just because you, you know it's a competitive deal where you're you're trying to prepare he's trying to prepare and uh, it, it, it'll be once the game starts you know all that stuff kind of goes out the window about you know, you, you get focused on your team, just like going against uh, Ty Gregorak the right. last years at Montana, Montana State. You know, I've known Ty for a super long time, but once the game gets going, you don't you don't think about that. You know, it all goes into your preparation. And but once the game goes, you know, that's uh, uh, the game kind of it doesn't run itself, but it runs itself. You know, and it, it'll be fun. You know, seeing all those guys, seeing CJ and uh, Justin Green and Rosie and uh, Kent Bear, and you know, it's funny I go through there. I know basically everybody on right. there on their staff. So, uh, it'll, it'll be fun. And, you know, we got a lot of crossover with Farrader and, uh, JB Hall. And then even our, our strength coach, Dan Ryan, and even our equipment manager, Quinn Cohorst, he, he worked at UNLV with us. So, uh, we, we got, there's a lot of crossover in this deal. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, one, one thing I was going to say, he's probably telling the team that, uh, that he and I, if we did Oklahoma drill out, before the game in the middle of the field, he would probably beat me, but I'm going to say no. I, I would I would smack him around. <laughs> that, hey, hey, that is a joke, people. Joke. <laughs> ha, ha. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, uh, last couple of questions for you, Coach. When you look at Montana, I mean, they, they have taken a big jump since a year ago, but do you see that on film, and where, and where do you see maybe the progress that they've made uh, since Coach Houck is back in the fold? Well, shoot, they're playing with a ton of confidence. Yep. They're playing Grizzly football the way that, that you know, Grizzly football is played. Um, they're, they're playing very physical on defense, playing fast on offense, making plays. they got three great receivers. They have a, a really good running back quarterback, you know, controls the whole thing. And, and like I said, defense is very physical, very sound, very fast, and they, uh, they get to the ball. And you just see there's a little energy going right now and, and – uh, uh, you come into a homecoming game where it's going to be uh, arguably the biggest crowd of the year, as it usually is, and and it's it's going to be an exciting game. And I'm kind of fired up. I've been getting a lot of texts uh, all week from former players uh, that are fired up, like, hey, can't, can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be great, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Farrier, too. You know, if I go back to my phone and look how many guys from the 09, 08, 07, even back to the 03, 04 teams that are texting me saying, hey, this, you know, can't wait to see it, Coach. It's going to be fun. That that makes it kind of feel good. A homecoming of sorts all across the board. Montana hosting Idaho State for a homecoming game, and uh, a lot of Idaho State coaches coming back to a place for the coach for a long time. Rob Fennessy joining us. And, Coach, best of luck on Saturday. We really appreciate the time today. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you, man. There you go. Rob Fennessy, head coach of the Idaho State Bengals with Coulter there. Great interview, Coulter. Good job. And, uh, you know, it, always good to get his thoughts. And he's, you know, he's a straight shooter when it comes to, you know, he'll give you, he'll give you his, you know, real sort of unfiltered self when he talks to you. And you kind of get that, get that uh, sense. And you can understand why things have been going well uh, for Idaho State with Rob Fennessy at the helm. And, and uh, the needle is pointed up for the Bengals. So uh, one o'clock kickoff, Washington Grizzly Stadium tomorrow, homecoming. Uh, by the way, come see us. We'll be on the air at 1130 tomorrow uh, across from the uh, adjacent to the walking bridge, across from the Eastgate Shopping Center. Uh, we uh, will be doing ESPN College Game Day, our pregame show for the uh, homecoming game tomorrow. Tomorrow on the air at 1130. And, of course, the tailgate's going on. You can come get yourself a drink from the Badlander. Get yourself some uh, free samples from Domino's Pizza. I'm into that. 
Yes, uh, very much for that. The MSO Hub has all the swag, all the gear you need, including clear plastic bags. So uh, come down, check it all out down there. Uh, we'll be uh, around all morning and uh, and uh, getting you ready with the tailgate party there uh, for uh, for the game. So come on by when you park on the north side of the river, head over to the walking bridge and say hello. Grab some swag from us and even free free soft drinks as well from Pepsi. So plenty of stuff going around over there, and we'll, we'll look forward to that. Speaking of free stuff, Coulter, let's give the people something here today. Katie O'Keefe. We're going to do our picks of the week, uh, picks against the spread in the NFL in the next hour. But right now, thanks to Katie O'Keefe, how's 25 bucks? You pony up and bend at the elbow at Katie O'Keefe's out. Go over there, take your friends tomorrow. It's homecoming. Get a group together and get 25 bucks, right? The only stipulations, you must use the whole thing while you're there. There you go. Done deal. That's it. So if you give us a call right now, 329-1899. First caller will get this. Katie O'Keefe's Bar Tab, presented by Katie O'Keefe's and ESPN Missoula. Go use this after the game tomorrow, or if you're not going to the game, you need a place to watch it. Go use it down there this afternoon, or tomorrow afternoon, excuse me. You, you, come, you come, come get this from yeah. us at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot, right in, at the base of the walking bridge. We'll have it ready for you. Katie O'Keefe, if you haven't been there, go check it out. The new bar, the redesign, everything is beautiful, and it's a great place to watch football. Saturdays or Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays, no matter where you're at. They have drink specials almost every single night associated with football. So go check them out there in the Stevens Center. And make sure when you enter the door, you go left. Katie O'Keefe's where the cocktails are always cold and people are always friendly. we get you set with the prep football slate and what player is our Coulter and I most looking forward to watching from teams that either the Cats or Grizz are playing tomorrow. We'll tell you right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon, Ryan Tutel, Colton Nuanas. Here's some sports news for you. Sentinel and Big Sky clash in a crosstown matchup Friday at Missoula County Public Stadium. The Spartans trying to rebound from last week's heartbreaking defeat, a 39-36 home loss to Butte that was sealed with a field goal at the buzzer that kick-handed Sentinel their first loss of the season. Big Sky showed its toughness in a win over Bozeman earlier this season, but that's a lone victory in five games so far for the Eagles. After its first three-game winning streak to start a season since 1987, Hellgate suffered its first loss last week at the hands of number three, Helena High, 42-20. The Knights will look to bounce back tonight against the Kalispell Glacier team that blasted Big Sky 63-35 last week. Paced by nine aces, the Montana volleyball team earned its first sweep of the season and its first Big Sky Conference victory, beating Eastern Washington in three sets during homecoming week. Montana led by at least six points in all three sets and the 14-point margin to the period in the second set, which is Montana's largest lead of the season. 
Montana State Volleyball team earned a four-set victory over defending Big Sky champ Idaho Thursday night in Bozeman. MSU senior Alyssa Rizzo finished with a match-high 21 digs, giving her MSU's career record with 1,720 digs in her career. She passes former Roundup standout Candace Kelly for Montana's all-time, Montana State's all-time digs record. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. It's Friday. You know what that means. There's high school football people across the state of Montana. Absolutely. Do tell Nuanas 1029 ESPN Radio. Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83, and Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. Um Coulter, uh, it is time for our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, make us your, your Montana bank. Since 1907. Uh, Coulter, the, there's a number of intriguing games at the AA level. The biggest game in the state is going to be played in Butte, where Helena Capital is headed to uh, Butte to take on the 5-0 and Butte Bulldogs. They're the only 5-0 and team in the state, by the way, because uh, uh, Billings West had a bye last week, so they're only 4-0. and One of only two undefeated. But Helena Capital, very good football team in their own right. So that's a big, big game. Helena High, by the way, hosting... Kalispell Flathead. And then in Missoula, crosstown rivalry between the uh, Big Sky Eagles and Sentinel Spartans. Sentinel obviously 4-1 and one, and one of the top teams in the state as well. Um, my question to you, Coulter, is we are at the halfway point, basically, of the, the high school season. You know, let's take Big Sky and Sentinel, for instance. Sentinel 4-1, and one, uh, the uh, Eagles 1-4, and four. and you know, anything can happen in a, in a rivalry game like this, but with 15 teams now in double A mm-hmm. and the new configuration of the of the of the playoffs in which everybody's going to the playoffs right. and really you're just playing for seeding you know at this point what is the what is riding on these games i mean you you're trying to get better obviously you want to get you know as as good a seed as you can and try and give yourself you know perceptively the easiest path and some home games and that kind of thing but what is what are, you know if you are uh uh you know uh, the head coach of one of these football teams what are you saying to your to your team about sort of the long view of the season i mean you're probably saying nothing to your team right you're talking about just this game and just this opponent but uh, you understand what i'm saying like what what are, what are, what is riding on this well, I think it's just about getting better every single week. And I think the Big Sky Eagles are a perfect example. They had a breakthrough week two and they beat Bozeman. They've been in almost every game that they've played, but they're sitting here at one and four. But I can also, I can almost sh- surely tell you that if you're a team from the East, like when this playoff starts and you have this crossover, the teams from some of the teams from the East are not going to want to play Big Sky yeah. in the first round. Yeah. And I think this Big Sky Sentinel matchup is interesting because Big Sky dominated the city landscape for so long. Sentinels then now reached uh, even playing ground, uh, even even footing with Big Sky, maybe even a little bit better these last three years. And then Hellgate was irrelevant most of the decade and now is relevant again, and they beat Big Sky for the first time in a really long time earlier this year. So yeah. now you have three Missoula teams that are a little bit more competitive, but the Big Sky-Sentinel games have been really, really... I mean, you think about... The back and forth that happened a couple of years ago when Levi Janicaro was a senior, and then he basically has a fourth down conversion into a touchdown that won the game in the regular season. 
But then by the playoffs, the Big Sky Eagles are the two seed and the Sentinel Spartans are the seven seed. But then you're basically playing a neutral site playoff game because it's an right. in-town game. Right. And Sentinel goes out and upsets them. But that was revenge for two years earlier when Sentinel was the higher-seeded team and Big Sky upset them. So these two teams have met in the playoffs plenty of times, or not plenty of times, but a couple times in the last handful of years. And it's been really close games the last four or five years as well. So I think it really is one of those anything can happen. And as, as much as things change, as much as they still stay the same, right? Sentinel's way more competitive than 15 years ago, but the identities of the program are very similar to what they've always been. Big right. Sky is a tough team. They're a hard-nosed team. Yep. And Sentinel is a flashy team, and they've had some great athletes. And back in the day when almost everybody in Montana was playing the tough style, Sentinel had a real hard time because you know, Sentinel's one of the first teams to run anything in AA out of the gun. You know, They were one of the first teams to do any sort of spread stuff. Yeah. And... When they first started doing that, guys like Jack Johnson and Eric, Gary Eckergan and Ron Lebsock were like, well, yes, please, we'll hold the ball for an entire quarter. If yeah. you guys want to throw it all over the place, we will use all 30 seconds of the playcock every time, and we will run dive right at you. And Sentinel would lose like every week 21 to 10 because they would yeah. have the ball for four minutes. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> Coach Eck used to straight up say, hey, guys, let's figure out a way to get have the ball for a quarter against Sentinel. Because we know that if we get, I mean, if we can get one three and out, we can just go sit on it for yeah. ten full minutes. Yeah. And now, though, everybody's spreading out a lot more, and Sentinel's a lot more competitive. And Dane Oliver's done a great job of of taking that same athleticism and the spread style and infiltrating some toughness into mm-hmm. the program too. And Big Sky as well. I mean, Big Sky used to be two tight end, fullback, and a tailback. You know, you got one receiver on the field. Yeah cloud of dust over and over and over again. Matt Johnson's done a good job of just catering the offense to his personnel, and now Big Sky runs a little bit more spread stuff, and they have a couple actually real-deal receivers. If they can just figure out a way to get those guys the ball in the perimeter, they could be pretty darn good, but I guess what I'm saying is the Sentinel is 4-1, and one, and that's a testament to their fortitude, because considering how many close games they lost last year, it would be easy for them to fold. But on the other hand, they got to keep it rolling, because they do have a little bit of momentum now, and they've sort of overcome those demons of a year ago. Whereas Big Sky, they've been playing pretty well. They just haven't had the breakthrough, except for against Bozeman. Yeah, they beat Bozeman. They've they've lost two very close games uh, right. on this season. They got routed well. by West early, then they beat Bozeman, and then yep. Hellgate got out on them, got up early, and then they kind of rallied a little bit. But Hellgate handled them pretty good. But uh, Big Sky's been in the mix. But then last week, you know, you got to figure out the adjustment because last week they gave up sixty three points. Yeah. I, I would reckon that that's the school record for points allowed in a game at Big Sky. I mean, I cannot imagine that any Big Sky team ever allowed 63 right. points. So we'll we'll see where they're at. But this is going to be a fun cross-down game tonight because, again, it still is. I mean, I still think that even though these teams are four games apart in the standings, they're not that far apart right. in their talent. Yes, Anybody can win this game tonight. It's 2 Tell Nuwanis, 1290 ESPN Radio. This has been our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, your Montana bank since 1907. Take a quick break on the other side. Our friend Carolyn on a Friday. Oh, man. Love talking with Carolyn. Chick who doesn't know sports right after this. Coulter, before we go, though, can we hook the people up? We're hooking them up all day, every day. Send them downtown and get them some sandwich, get them some drinks. Tell them about what Warden Market is going to give to them right here. Six pack and a sandwich, so it sounds a little vague, but it, you'll make it makes sense when you get down there. You can go to get any sandwich you want up to a ten dollar value. You can get any six pack or combination of beer 
for a ten dollar value, especially getting twenty bucks at Warden's Market. But we want you to go down there and have the experience because that's one thing that people are missing this day and age. You can order your groceries online. You can order everything online. Yep. Go to Warden's Market. It's a cool place. It's the it oldest grocery store in all of Missoula. It's one of the oldest buildings in all of Missoula, and they have so many specialty items that you literally can't get anywhere else. So go in there, talk to the guys. Say, hey, what's good? This is the kind of beer I like. Show me some of the good beers because they have. All the best beer yes, selection yes. in town. So go ask one of the dudes in the blue aprons, and they'll 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 show you around. They have experts in all their departments, and then you can get the sandwiches. I know you like going with the the sandwiches that they make, and they sell them by the inch. Yeah, by the inch, absolutely. I think it's a dollar seventy five an inch, so you can get yourself you know four or five inches, pretty hearty thick sandwich. I'm wondering about four or five feet. The the things are. I mean, they, they make the they sandwich like, like four long. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're delicious. But, or you can get a custom made sandwich, whatever you want. But just go down there and let them show you around because they got great hospitality. Give us a call right now, 329 1899. All you got to do is give David your name. He'll give a call down to Wardens. They will relay the information and you will get your weekend started off right with a six pack and a sandwich from Wardens Market. Wardens Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also have do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, that can take care of you. If it matters to Missoula, it matters to us. Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez on 102.9 ESPN Radio. Ah, yes. Our favorite time of the week. At least one of them. We get to talk to our friend Carolyn, chick who doesn't know about sports. Two Tell Nuanas, 129 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. And it is time once again to welcome in our friend Carolyn to the mix. She was with you earlier, Coulter, so off we go. Hey, you know what time it is? It's time for your favorite Two Tell Nuanas segment of the week. A chick who doesn't know about sports. Yeah, we shortened the name. It's no longer a sports update from a chick who doesn't know about sports. That's too much. It's just a chick who doesn't know sports. Here she is. Carolyn, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Living the dream. The sports update, or rather, a chick who doesn't know about sports, brought to you by the Missoula Winer and Event Center. Remember, they are 
closed now for opening tasting room hours, but you can still go taste out there anytime. You just got to give them a call. We'll give you the number and everything like that. On the other side, in the meantime, what's going on in your world of sports, Carolyn? Well, I got some news this week that just really grinds my gears. Great. <laughs> Can't wait. I saw... <laughs> Can I hit the beat button ready? <laughs> no, I will not swear. Well, I might. So We're you, out a month and a half straight of having to beep these things out, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, I can't promise anything. Um, a California law was passed that college players can be paid while they're playing for a university. Monetizing their own image. Monetizing their own image. Right. Which means, is this only for video games? Or is this for... This means that they could sell their own... Like, say you're number 15 and uh, you're playing at UCLA, you can sell your own jersey... I don't okay. think you actually necessarily get money if the school sells your jersey. Got it. You can sell your own autograph. I'm against this. Why? Well, you can sign, sell your own autograph on eBay. I don't care. But but you can't if you're an NCAA athlete because you'd be declared ineligible. Okay. Well, listen. They're getting paid to play. It's called they a scholarship. Are. They are. And it's more than just a scholarship, too. This is a big. This is the most fundamental misunderstanding of college athletics in the United States of America. We won't give you too much detail, but almost every single Power 5 conference offers what they call full cost of attendance. So if you go to UCLA, there's a price for your tuition, your room and board, and that's what your scholarship covers. But then the, every single school has on the bottom of their website what a full cost of attendance is to let parents know, here's the extra money my kid's going to probably need to live in L.A. or Columbus, Ohio, or wherever it might be. So the kids at schools like USC and Ohio State and Penn State and all the big schools they get a stipend check outside of their scholarship. So they straight up get cash money to do whatever they want with. Yeah. At Ohio State, you get $1,440 a month. That's more money than a lot of people make, period. Yeah. Oh, my that's, God. That's like, and if it's, you already got your room and board paid for. Right. I mean, if I had $1,440 a month in college to spend on whatever I want, I would be dead. Well, I would hope. I mean, I would hope you might use it for food or. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, you, you could eat a lot of food and still have I a know. lot of beer money. I, I mean, know, especially $500 worth of food. Like, you yes. could still have $900 to go spend on whatever yeah. you want. That's a lot of trouble to get into. Right. So I feel like that is ridiculous. I think these players should be grateful that they are. I mean, they've got this amazing ability that got them a full ride scholarship to right. an amazing school. Right. And. That to me is that should be their paycheck. So, uh, so the contrasting argument to this would be that if you play football at Ohio State, you are playing for a entity that basically generates about seventy five million dollars a year in revenue. Yeah, you're risking your life in front of one hundred and ten thousand people. I mean, you could break your neck and die. It's very low chance, but I mean, you could certainly break your leg and have long term ramifications for that. So, if you're only getting paid, say, what amounts to about thirty five to forty thousand dollars for working for a multi million dollar corporation, is that fair? What say you? Um, yeah, because you are getting paid. And because you're 19, right? And you're 19, <laughs> right. and you're going to college for free. Totally. You could break your neck doing a keg stand. Trust me. <laughs> I almost true. did once. Just kidding. I never did. But, uh, that's true. like, I just feel, I just, and I do get these colleges, these universities make so much money off of the athletics. I totally understand that. But... You're getting paid to go to school. so It's a really compelling argument because I think that there's validity to both sides, right? Yeah. Like on one side, you really are getting a phenomenal opportunity that so many people don't get. And right. most of the time you did earn it, so it's yeah. not as if you don't deserve it. But but then on the other hand, it, it is kind of crazy to think the exploitation, like especially when it comes to college football. Like these guys are at it from 6 a.m. to 7, to 9 p.m., Seven days a week right. during the season. And it, it, I mean, it, it is really, really hard on you physically and mentally. 
I just always think about like, especially at the level of football we primarily cover, is it worth it? Because it's great. I mean, these guys, these kids in Missoula, they get a lot of glory to go run out on the field, twenty six thousand people screaming. But then, like that poor kid, Gavin Crow, uh, the second game of the year, he just shattered his leg, and I mean, it was right. horrific. And he's right. getting taken off the field in an ambulance, and like, yeah, it's awful. You yeah. know, I mean, he, yeah, he's, yeah. his leg is gonna be messed up forever, and like. He's just playing for the Montana Grizzlies. Like when this yeah, is over, it's over. Yeah, but that can happen anywhere. No, it's totally I mean, it totally I, mean I feel for him, and that's really stinks for him. And right, and, but, it's, it's just a it's such a fifty fifty. It's right. such a double edged sword. Yeah. So, um, I just wanted to give you my opinion because everybody cares so much. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone was wondering. Well, when this they heard is this incre- I mean, this is an incredibly valid argument because I think it really is one of the most pertinent arguments going on in sports right now. Because it, I mean, it really is. The other thing that where this falls is just the Title Nine stuff because. The Ohio State football team does make $75 million a year. They do play in front of 110,000 people every week. Ohio State also has 30 other varsity sports. The right. women's rowing team is not making a dime. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they, they are taking some of that football money. Right. And so then where does it lie? You know, if the rower girl can make money off her autograph, can she sell it? I think so, sure. But also, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conundrum for sure because – not all sports are created equal in the amount of revenue they bring in exactly. as well. Exactly. So um, I still think if you earned a scholarship to USC or Ohio State or any of these amazing schools, right. you get to leave with a degree from one of these amazing schools, right. and you should just be happy with that. Totally. Greedy bastards. The monetiz- just kidding. The, the monetization <laughs> of this, if they can do it on an individual basis, I think it's less of a slippery slope than if the schools do it. Because if you say, okay, Schools can pay anybody anything. Now you have a straight free-for-all. Agree. 100%. Because like Notre Dame and Alabama and Florida State and right. these schools, I mean, they're going to be offering kids hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So then the mom and me says, okay, if they do this, let's say this goes through and these these kids need to not be able to touch it until they're 35 and responsible. <laughs> I mean, because I lived, I had roommates who would get like student loan checks and buy, you know, uh, CD players and totally. all sorts of stuff. Like that's not totally. your student loan check. Oh yeah, and no, I had roommates that used to so, go get straight tattoos. Yeah, so you need <laughs> to scholarship money. with that needs to also come maybe some sort of lessons in um, you know financial savings and whatnot. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple of buddies who I just actually hung out with last weekend who both played for the Grizz and then played in the NFL, and they made the mutual decision that they were only going to touch their signing bonus and they gave their paychecks That's to their mothers. Very smart. And now they are both retired from the NFL in their late 20s. They have years and years and years of life to live and they they could be fine if they wanted to be. And their moms are driving Range Rovers. <laughs> right. And I mean, and they probably have a couple mil in the bank each. Good. You know, That's awesome. It's great. Yeah. And, and they never, they were never starving to death either. You know, they're exactly. just living off the $60,000 signing bonus or whatever, which is still just fine. Yeah. Great money. Okay. Well, one subject down, seven minutes in. What else oh, you geez. got? All right. Well, this one's a big one. Ric Flair from the WWE. Oh, you don't got to tell me. I'm the biggest pro wrestler fan you ever met. He Woo! has uh, challenged Hulk Hogan to a fight. Oh, no. He's got a new pacemaker, so he is oh, ready to roll. We do not need this. Yeah. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, two of my iconic symbols in my life. I do not want to see either one of these guys die in their old well, age. Well, they're probably going to die in the ring That's when they saying. try and fight. I mean, ratings will be through the roof, but um, yes. he got off a plane in LA and immediately told TMZ that he wants to fight Hulk this weekend. And he said, hey, Hulk, we're drinking. 
I'm sorry. We're not drinking. We're fighting. Oh my goodness. So, so your next assignment before you even watch the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30, you have to watch the Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Okay. It is absolutely hilarious. Do you think they'll be wearing depends under their little <laughs> wrestling underwear? Uh, Hulk Hogan's still actually in pretty darn good shape. Rick Flair, not so much. Right. No, Rick Flair's a kind of a mess. He'll, he will for sure die. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's probably part of his plan, though. He probably wants to die in the ring. Oh, interesting. I guess you you die doing what you love to do or whatever they say. Um, all right. And finally, Tim Tebow. Oh, good. Hey, let's go. He's really not my favorite. Like, I don't know who I dislike more, Tim Tebow or um, Tom Brady. <laughs> Such opposite sides of the spectrum with those two. Okay. I just dislike both of them. Just because anyway, they're pretty or what? No, um, because they're stupid. I don't know. <laughs> they just, I don't like them. I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, it's okay to not like them. I think you just figure, should figure out how to articulate why better. Sometimes you just can't. It's I mean, just Tom a feeling. Br- well, they're both pretentious, just in yeah. different sides of yeah. the spectrum, right? Like yeah. Tom Brady's the prettiest model that ever lived, who also happens to be a quarterback. Right, I guess. And Tim Tebow's like Mr. Self-Righteous. Right. I already live in heaven. I haven't even died yet. Right. I wonder if he's still a virgin. <sighs> the question of all questions. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was that he was beat by a prisoner in a push-up contest. He's been going to prisons preaching the, the Lord, gospel. The gospel, yep. and um, I guess there was a little push-up contest, and an inmate beat him. So he was a good sport about it, which is nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, of all the places there's a push-up contest, I don't think you have to feel that bad if it's in prison, because right, that guy probably does just, 500 push-ups a day. That's kind of what I thought. Like He probably, all he does is push-ups, so, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so those are my stories. Uh, I love it. Well, do your homework. You need to go watch the Rick Flair. Okay. You should watch it. Well, I sh- eh, you shouldn't watch it with your kids. They're not quite old enough. There's way too much drinking and philandering. Okay. Well, I'll save it for after 10 p.m. It's short, though. You would enjoy it. These, okay. these things have way more drama than your little sunset soap star or whatever. I you just watch. don't have cable, so I don't know where to watch these. Netflix. Things. Oh, okay. ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. Get the trial. Yeah. It's only five bucks a month. I'll Come pay. On. I'll pay it for you. You will. Yeah, it should be your bonus for all right. Sports update for the sports update. Okay, yeah. sweet. Sports update from a chick who doesn't know about sports, or rather, just a chick who doesn't know sports. Brought to you by the Missoula Winery and Event Center. Give them a call if you want to book a tasting. Four zero six eight three zero three two nine six. Also, a great place for your holiday party. Whatever you need to do out there, that gets you taken care of. No more open tasting room hours for the winter. But if you give them a call out there. They can set you up if you want to come on out, try some delicious Tattoo Girl wine, throw a party, throw an event, whatever you need. Missoula Winery and Event Center, 406-830-3296. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not.
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 